Hey there, friends, and welcome to Living Life with Wendy, the podcast that's all about personal development, mindset, leadership, and business growth, but like in a totally relatable and casual way. I'm Wendy, your host and personal development guru. Well, at least that's what my friends call me. And in each episode, I'll be chatting with experts in the field, sharing my own experiences, and giving you tips and strategies for success that you can actually use in your everyday life. So whether you're looking to improve yourself, climb the corporate ladder, start your own business, or get out of your own way, we've got you covered. So grab a seat, put your feet up, and let's chat about how to live your best life together. Hey all, it's Wendy here, and I am so excited to welcome Irina Pabdmnya to my podcast today. Irina is a SaaS founder and a business consultant who specializes in operations and processes optimization. Now, she has over eight years of experience in e-commerce with its different challenge and obstacles from running a fulfillment center in China, where she was living for over two years, to launching her own software, TrackMatch. TrackMatch allows e-commerce stores to have a 5 to 10% extra sales lift by simplifying the customer experience. It allows them to track their products on the platform and does the upsell then automatic follow-ups for reviews. This is a pretty exciting platform, guys. I'm excited to talk to Irina today, not only about being an awesome woman in leadership, but how she developed TrackMadge to where it is today. This is very exciting, guys. Like e-commerce is the present, right? And even more to the future. And what I love, Irina, that you do is that you support like even small to mid-sized businesses. So the first thing I want to ask you, share with the listeners, like where, what's your journey, right? Where did you start and how did you get to where you are now as the CEO of TrackMage? So uh, my journey started uh, when I wanted to actually go from uh, working for a company uh, as a nine to five worker. I was a salesperson. I was selling frozen berries uh, in bulk uh, to international customers. Uh, and uh, it wasn't a very exciting job, and I wasn't very good at that because uh, the sales cycle for frozen berries it can like it can last like six months, one year for just one customer, and uh, that's a very long journey without any excitement uh, as a, in a sales profession. So uh, at that point, I thought that uh, I'm capable of more. I explored some opportunities. I worked uh, in another company that was selling grease uh, for outer car, uh, car parts, but that wasn't that wasn't it either. So at some point, uh, I met my husband, uh, and he was a web developer. So which allowed him to work online. Uh, at the like at that point, that uh, COVID was not even in sight. It was nine years before COVID, uh, and then uh, we. Like it clicked uh, and we went uh, traveling together, uh, but we did it wrong. Like instead of traveling for the pleasure of traveling or like a lot of people relocate to Bali or to Thailand, uh, we moved to China and started the business there and then ended up running a fulfillment center without speaking Chinese as a country where we uh, had to figure everything out from scratch. 
everything i mean even the basic stuff like uh, where do you go uh, what do you say uh, because uh, chinese language is not immediately understandable it's just pictures like everywhere you go instead of language you see pictures so that's that was the uh, thing where we ended up uh, actually understanding the e-commerce industry a little bit more uh, because we were forced to understand it uh, on the fly so what we did, uh, we helped uh, retailers from all over the world who found our website uh, to order goods from Chinese suppliers and then ship it to them uh, or to their customers as a drop shipping supplier. Uh, and that's when it got really, really overwhelming because uh, when we had to process those hundreds of packages uh, without uh, actually hiring more staff, uh, we had to automate or die. Uh, at first we were dying, <laughs> like because it was like a very, very strenuous exercise to uh, be at the warehouse, even when you don't want to be at the warehouse, like the entire thing. At some point I was asking myself a question, like, why did I go from an office job with good uh, salary to this warehouse where I'm currently like packing the goods and like shipping them to customers? Like, that wasn't my dream at all. Uh, and yeah. Uh, for for good or bad, uh, that, that business uh, ended up a failure. Uh, so we just lost one big customer at uh, one point, and uh, then there was an economic downturn, and it was no longer profitable. But at that point, I already decided that this is not something that I want to do for the entire for the entirety of my life. Uh, so that's when we moved back uh, to Bulgaria. That's when we moved back uh, to normal life. Let's say. Uh, but we uh, had all this experience, uh, so we started helping our e-commerce businesses set up their systems, uh, their stores, uh, and uh, other custom development for their needs. Uh, so that's when we actually discovered the need for the shipment tracking uh, and uh, the need for operations uh, optimization in fulfillment. That's exactly what we did in China, because we did everything ourselves. So we were in the trenches, we were packing the goods, we were ordering from the suppliers, we knew about all the challenges with suppliers not replying on time, not shipping the product, not even uh, providing correct tracking number when they actually shipped the product. So we had uh, all this uh, understood, but then uh, our system that we had uh, in China, it needed to be adapted. Uh, so that it can be used by other uh, customers. So that's when we developed TrackMage. So TrackMage was uh, originally uh, this system that we used in our warehouse. At, at least uh, we stripped a lot of functionality that was related to product management and inventory uh, because it was just a little bit more challenging than what we uh, wanted to start with. So the vir virtually the first version uh, was just tracking the uh, tracking numbers. Uh, from different carriers. And that turned out to be a challenge again, uh, because we spent like the first five years just developing the integrations with the carriers because there are so many carriers. Currently mm -hmm. we support around a thousand uh, carriers uh, from all over the world, including all the common ones like UPS, UP USPS, uh, FedEx, DHL, uh, and other carriers. So yeah, and uh, uh, it's, all this, like during all this time, we didn't rely on any external funding because our business in China could have survived if we knew that we could take funding. Uh, our current business also is operating without any external funding. So we're just operating from sales 
uh, and we are uh, we have a small team, but we're doing amazing stuff without having to spend I don't know millions and millions of dollars to just get it done. That's because we have our own IT experience and uh, that experience for developing a lot of solutions for different retailers and wholesalers in the commerce industry. Well, and, you know, I did read that about you that like you started this with like really zero funding. Right. And I, you know, I talk to a lot of my clients um, and a lot of times what holds them back is they're, you know, first of all, they say they don't have funding um, or they're not thinking about how to overcome that obstacle, right? So really interesting. Like you said, you have in-house IT experience, right? It it did help. Um, but if you were to advise anyone, mentor someone who is looking to kind of break into specifically what you do, not like not even fulfillment, but like yeah. that IT, um, right. that IT uh, arena, like what would I you would advise say- them? I would say two things are currently changing the game. The no-code industry is getting more and more sophisticated. So you can uh, create a solution without actually creating a solution. So you can create something like a beautiful front end or some kind of uh, admin panel, but then the actual uh, backend processing can be done by another system. And you can like glue it all together and duct tape it uh, and make uh, make it seem like a software. That's what a lot of developers currently do because like when you are testing a solution, you just uh, use another tool, but uh, under the carpet. Okay. Uh, so you could you could do that uh, if you are very uh, new to this and you just want to test an idea. So instead of uh, spending all this money that you need uh, to develop a custom code solution and just go into uh, Upwork or some other freelance platform and hiring a developer, you could spend it on the prototype. So you could just prototype it yourself, uh, write out the logic, uh, do it in Zapier, in some kind of uh, other no-code solution like Bubble, I.O., Uh, And then you will be able to give this prototype to your users and already start earning some money from it. Like, uh, let's say you want to create a solution that's going to, I don't know, do something very simple uh, on social media. Let's say it's going to use ChatGPT to post comments. You could do that without any code. ChatGPT has an API. Zapier is already connected to ChatGPT. And you can just like, I don't know, like, put your creative mind to it and uh, put it out there. If you don't have any technical skills, that's also possible, but then you will have uh, to have money. So you need to very precisely understand what you need to build and then explain it to another person who has the technical skills and they are going to build it for you. But again, the word of caution, I never had any good experiences with agencies. It's much better to hire an individual developer and just communicate one-on-one with that developer. Uh, Because if you hire a good developer who is uh, experienced with uh, end-to-end solutions, they are not just uh, some kind of uh, a developer who only operates in a a team. There are certain types of developers that uh, you should avoid. Uh, The the juniors, like they are going to say that, oh, yes, uh, I finished the PHP course yesterday. (laughs) Just run away. Not only are you looking for skill, but you're looking for experience. Right. Right. I, I think a reasonable expectation would be to uh, find a developer who is a full stack because you will not be able to afford a whole team. 
So if you want to optimize it further, you have to hire different uh, types of developers. But uh, in the beginning, you just need one senior full stack who is going to be able to uh, develop the solution, deploy it on the server, uh, put out the website uh, on some kind of domain, and then support the solution. And you just need one. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to have a whole team. Uh, and if you are going to go the agency route, you're probably going to spend a lot of uh, time and money just explaining to them what you need because they're not going to be doing what you want. They're going to be doing what they understood. Yes, exactly. And I think too, what I'm hearing, Irina, is like when you deal with an individual, right? That person yeah. who has that skill and that experience, like they're much more agile too, right? Like they can move quicker too. I've, yeah. I come from the corporate world. I get that. The more people, the bigger the team, it's like steering a like aircraft carrier, right? It takes forever to steer that ship. And when you have like that one person in that area of expertise, it's like they're in a speedboat with you. Yes. So things move a lot quicker. So like, again, what I heard was, Skill is important, but so is equally important as experience, right? To be agile it's, and be able to hire yeah, that yeah. right person. I yeah. think in uh, when you are creating a software solution, uh, the most challenging part is communication. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you uh, just minimize that communication, that's why I was talking about like actually uh, finding the time, studying how the no-code solutions work and do it yourself so yeah. that you understand what you want. Because the most challenging part is uh, actually understanding how that thing should work. Like, you wouldn't believe it. If you have never uh, developed any solutions, you wouldn't believe how much information the developers are going to ask you for. Uh, they're just going to say like, oh, and in this case, uh, you should uh, have a dropdown with these many options. But if we select this option, what should happen? And then, like, most of the people who have never developed uh, any software solutions, they're going to be like, uh, why do you need all this information again? Because, yeah. <laughs> and that can be extremely frustrating, right? For that yes. customer. So this is a great segue because you've developed this great track mag, um, mage, mage, sorry. You've developed this great, um, application, this great e-commerce support system track mage. I want you to kind of talk about, first of all, the e-commerce business, right? Like, right. Why is that so important, even for small and mid-sized businesses? Because sometimes we think of the Amazons out there or the big, big corporations and how their e-commerce looks. But really, what can you do to support like that smaller to mid-sized business? And what does TrackMage do to increase those efficiencies? Right. Uh, so when it comes to e-commerce business, uh, e-commerce comes in all shapes and sizes. Uh, and uh, we're talking about the e-commerce business that is selling a physical product that is shipped from one location to another location, mm -hmm. which is uh, precisely the kind of businesses that we work with. We work with uh, direct-to-consumer brands and we work with wholesalers and uh, just some logistics companies, so uh, various businesses. But the thing is, uh, there needs to be a pro physical product. If it's a digital book uh, or is it uh, a course or some kind of uh, service that is packaged as a product, like it's not that kind of e-commerce that we're talking about. Uh, so e-commerce currently is becoming more and more popular and more and more involved in our daily lives uh, because we're evolving, uh, technology is evolving and everything is becoming uh, gradually more and more accessible. Uh, Amazon, eBay, uh, and other platforms, they are very accessible. And that's why customers typically turn to those platforms when they are looking for a product first. Mm 
But that doesn't mean that uh, the standalone brands are dead. Like it's it's pretty much the opposite. Uh, a lot of uh, businesses, they start from actually establishing a significant uh, social media following first. So first they find their tribe, uh, they find their calling, they find their mission, and then they start selling products to that tribe. Uh, and sometimes it's even accidental uh, because uh, a lot of YouTubers that I know, uh, they actually, uh, they don't have any solid branding. They just do what they do. They do game streaming or something else. And when they start selling chocolate, they start, start selling coffee, they start selling tea, they start selling beauty products. It's like all kinds of uh, stuff that people buy, but they buy not because that product is unique, but because that person is offering that product. That's, exactly. It's, yeah. it's that connection with the people that are, like you said, your tribe, right? They resonate with your message. And I see it happening too, especially in... Um, you know, the influencer market or YouTube, it's like they start to build their brand. And from that brand, it gives them product like t-shirts, mugs, like whatever that physical product is. So why is it important to use like your business, right? Track Mage um, is definitely something that can help that e-commerce be more efficient, right? Cut down on costs, like get to the, get, get the, get to your end user quicker. So like, yeah. well, you know, let's talk about that. Absolutely. Uh, so I just wanted to explain what exactly TrackMage does because uh, without that understanding, we don't have to Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear more about right. that. Right. So uh, remember how on Amazon, when you order a product, uh, you immediately get a notification that uh, your order was placed. And then you see how that uh, order is traveling uh, from whichever location it's shipped to, uh, to your uh, door. Uh, so this this is just like part of the system. And if uh, there is a delay, the system is going to notify you. And if there is uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know, customs hold, the system is going to notify you. So that's exactly uh, what is missing on other platforms, uh, such as uh, Shopify, WooCommerce, uh, and uh, ClickFunnels, uh, where you only have a storefront where you place an order. And for the customer, that's it. So they placed an order, they got the order notification, and then there is uh, there is a prolonged silence from the brand uh, where the customer has uh, a lot of doubts if we made the right choice, if we were scammed, is the order coming their uh, way? Uh, should I send them a customer support request? We send the customer support request, uh, and then like uh, they start complaining on social media if something is delayed. So all these uh, negatives, they start happening if you don't have any backend processing uh, for uh, like for all your orders. So the thing is, a lot of businesses, when they start, they don't count on success. Uh, let's be honest. When you start a new TikTok channel, you do not understand like how big is it going to be? Like first you get like first 100 followers, then a thousand, then like 100,000. Oh, and then you understand that it's starting to get serious. And you think that you should monetize the following. You offer them something and then people start buying and you get 1,600 orders. And then and what, what do you do with that? If you don't have, uh, if you can the thing is, if you haven't thought that out before you get those 1600 orders, you will probably uh, struggle with fulfilling them. 
you'll probably struggle with uh, answering all those customers like where the order is and just saying to your relatives, your entire family, like, guys, we have 1,600 orders, just like get it done now. And then you will hate the packaging, you will hate everything that you have uh, in your business and you would even hate the success. That's what happened uh, to one of our customers. Uh, so they have a YouTube channel and uh, they created an animated uh, web series, basically a cartoon, uh, about uh, a family of metalheads that's called Metal Family. Uh, so okay. they, uh, their success was gradual, uh, but currently they have 3 million followers on uh, or on YouTube, they're called subscribers, 3 million subscribers. So the thing is, uh, they wanted to monetize the following like usual. So they launched their comic book. Uh, they thought that 10,000 uh, comic books are going to sell in two months. They were sold out uh, in less than a week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Great problem to have for, you know, I'm sure there's some people that are listening and they're going, I wish I had that problem. However, yes. there is the there is a negative side to that, too. I'm sure you're going to continue. Yes. And they were not ready. They were not ready because uh, they didn't have any agreements with the postal services for some, I don't know, like priority processing or some bulk processing. So they just literally had to go to the post office with those bags of comic books and other yeah. packages and like do it over the counter where uh, all the um, postal service clerks, they were not happy about it. Like they were just like, okay, so you have a thousand shipments. Okay, we will process it in maybe under a week. Week. And uh, in some dire cases, the customers uh, on the other side of the process, because the packages were already shipped, they were already getting the comic books and the uh, metal family was still waiting for the information from the postal service to just give them the tracking information. So it was very funny uh, from uh, the standpoint of a bystander, but then you are inside of the business and you have to answer the questions that, uh, because they are a media company, let's say, uh, so they have a lot of social media presence. So their, their uh, customers, their subscribers, uh, they were following up through uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, <laughs> LinkedIn, yes, like whichever channel. And, you know, and it's so interesting, Irina, because I've seen that even in the corporate world because I did oversee a customer service team. And when the customer can't track their package, that's a problem. But there's sometimes that the, the seller, right? also can't find that information because maybe something was missed in scanning from the postal service, whatever. And man, it can create a whole lot of work for one customer where you could be using that time more efficiently in building your business, right? Rather than like taking care of the one customer, you could be taking care of hundreds and hundreds of customers. So it's true that happens. I'm sure that the people that are listening, like entrepreneurs that have experienced this, this is like some ringing some bells. Hey friend, are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve your goals? Well, working with a high performance coach can give you the edge you need to succeed. High performance coaching is designed to help you develop the skills, mindset, and strategies necessary to achieve all of the things you want in life. Whether you're looking to improve your career, build better relationships, or simply live a more fulfilling life, a high performance coach can help you get there. With personalized guidance, accountability, and support, you'll be able to unlock your full potential and reach new heights of success. So why wait? 
Take the first step towards achieving your dreams and work with me. I have over 2,000 hours of experience working with C-suite executives, entrepreneurs, those at a crossroads in their careers, and everything in between. Be sure to click on that link in this episode to book a discovery coaching session with me today. For sure, right? So again, what what does your platform do that can kind of mitigate that for the actual, you know, the business itself? You mentioned a very interesting point uh, that even the business couldn't locate the packages because of some mistake. And in that case, uh, the mistakes sometimes they come from the customer. Uh, mm-hmm. When they were uh, placing the order, uh, they sometimes misspell their email address. So they stop getting any notifications. And then they they are nowhere uh, to be found in the CRM systems. Then uh, what else happened? Uh, they could misspell their address. They could uh, provide a different uh, zip code that is not going to result in the correct location. So all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's why uh, on TrackMage, the first thing we automated for uh, Metal Family was uh, the validation on the checkout. So the checkout validates their email address uh, and make sure that they don't have any typos there. Uh, because the customers were stubborn creatures, even if they, when we, we told them in the first version, uh, your email address is invalid, everyone submitted seven times because they couldn't check that there is a typo. When we changed the wording, like, oh, can you please check if there is a typo in that email address? Is it Gmail or Gmail? <laughs> Something like that. So when the customers uh, got it and uh, the attempts reduced to two, uh, so the first incorrect and correct. Uh, so... Uh, we validate uh, the information about the order. Uh, then uh, what happens next? Uh, so when the customer is actively participating in the buying process, they just they click the product, they uh, enter their details, they press buy button, and then what? Uh, the fireworks don't go off. The customer doesn't get the package immediately in their hands. and They have to wait. And this is a very passive process that can uh, throw people into anxious states where they will uh, second guess their choices, they will place refunds, they will contact customer support, they will do anything in their power to uh, just get to the business uh, if the business doesn't uh, tackle it proactively. So what TrackMage does is uh, we send them uh, the tracking number, not just the tracking number, but the tracking page that has all the branding from the store and additional products that they could buy, uh, social media accounts that they can visit. So we entertain the customer while we are waiting. And we're also showing them when the package is getting to them with estimated delivery date. Uh, With that said, uh, we also send them the notifications that are important for the uh, journey of the package. So if the package ends up at the postal uh, office, and uh, they need to go there physically and collect it, we will send them a notification about that, which saved Metal Family from another problem because uh, since they were not sending any notifications about the packages, the postal services were not notifying the customers as well, or at least they were not doing that efficiently because from 10,000 packages that they shipped, uh, 1,000 were stuck at the postal uh, offices and nobody was coming to collect them. Yeah. So when we started sending out those notifications, uh, that number went from 1,000 to uh, 45 or something oh. like that. Okay. So that's uh, the solution in case your uh, your shipping uh, partner, the carrier, uh, doesn't send those notifications themselves. 
And then uh, we also had notifications uh, based on just the time of the package, like how long it was traveling. Uh, so if uh, there was no tracking number, we were notifying like, oh, we shipped it two uh, weeks ago. How about you go to the postal uh, office and check if uh, the package is already there? And then uh, the final touch. Uh, so when we did get the information that the package was delivered, we asked uh, the customer to leave a review about mm -hmm. their experience, uh, their uh, like satisfaction with the product and satisfaction with delivery. And to our uh, delight, uh, almost 20% of customers converted to a review. So it was 2,150 reviews from 10,000 orders that we collected. And uh, Metal Family has never collected any reviews before. So it was just this like, massive influx uh, of, uh, of positive feedback. Because predominantly all the reviews were five stars and they were very long because they love the brand. So if you have uh, the following and you have a connection with your customers, you are going to get praise and praise and a lot of praise that you have never heard uh, when you start selling to them something. Because yeah. people just, they need to be asked. Yeah. Well, like you said, that review can trigger another purchase with the consumer, right? Right. But it also, even like when views, reviews aren't fives, it also helps that business recognize anywhere they need to tweak, right? Which is really Absolutely. important. Like feedback is super important. So it's so great that you built that into your platform. And um, the other thing I want to talk about is like, you're the CEO of your company, right? You're in yep. high tech. You are in e-commerce and we talked about a little bit about this before we got online as well as like, you know, a lot of the women that are coming on my podcast, they're unicorns in their field. And when I say that, it means you're a very small percentage in that, in that arena. Right. And so yeah. I know that you had your husband, you, you mentioned that you and your husband kind of embarked on this, this, this venture, but, yeah. you know, being a CEO in hype in, in it, and in e-commerce, like that is not normal for a woman to show up in that space. So, you know, what, like you, you talked about, you were in sales, like you found your path here, right? But what advice would you give to other women in IT, in e-commerce, in like that kind of field, because there are certain obstacles, certain things you need to fight for, things that you need to get through, right? As a woman in that business. So I would love to hear your perspective on that. Well, it's it's a challenging question because again, every person is different. Uh, so I am like uh, my Myers Briggs personality is ENTP, uh, which which is, which gives me already an advantage over some other milder uh, types. Because like if I have uh, an idea, I'm going to push forward with this idea. I'm going to persuade other people, and that's important. So you need to be just persuasive and assertive. And uh, that sometimes even uh, can come off uh, as not typical, but then uh, like, don't be afraid. Uh, we, we only live uh, this one life. Uh, it's not uh, the end of the world if you like ruffle some feathers uh, here and there. It doesn't have to be confrontational as well. So I had to... I had to understand how to negotiate with people, had to understand how to sell to people. But all it comes down to is just listening to them. So if you truly listen, if you truly understand what they want and you give it to them, you have a sale. You don't have to do anything beyond that. 
So you can, if you are uh, like the servant at heart and you want to serve this specific audience, do it. Uh, you, you are going to be way more successful than other pushy salespeople or marketers that are going to just like, oh, buy my stuff. Uh, they, they are not going to be that uh, understanding. And when you do understand your customer, there isn't anything that is stopping you from actually doing a lot with that. Because you will write better uh, copywriting materials. You will be able to sell to them one-on-one. -on -one. You will be able to negotiate. And my uh, first uh, advice would be just to come to this problem or the customer uh, that you are going to solve and really start from there. Don't start from your product. Don't start from, uh, I don't know, something else that you need to do, like writing a book. Don't start writing a book when you actually need to need to go and uh, talk to the customers and ask them uh, what kind of problem they're dealing with. And then you create a product based on that understanding. Uh, because a lot of founders uh, in IT and non-IT, they are failing with that simple step. They start from their own idea and nobody wants that idea in the end. You need okay. to go to the customers first. Yeah. So I'm going to just summarize that because I think there was some good nuggets. I'm writing notes as you're, as you're speaking, Irina, because these are big ones. First of all, solve the problem, figure out the problem that you're solving, right? So that gives you some clarity on how you're serving your end user. That was number one. Use The other thing too is if you're passionate about something, don't be afraid, right? Don't let fear hold you back. You mentioned that. Don't be afraid and you can see you're passionate about this. So if you have a passion in a certain field, don't be afraid to push for your ideas, your, you know, your vision. Um, like I could feel that passion in you when you were talking about it. So when you, when it clicks, you get clarity on what you want to do. I always say what you want to do when you grow up and that evolves over time as well, but just follow your dream, right. And, and take the action towards it. The other thing too, you said a, a really valuable skill. If you are going to like Whatever you do, whether it's in the corporate world as an entrepreneur is like exercise persuasion and influence in your life, right? Make sure you build those muscles because you're going to need them. You, there's always yes. going to be a time where you're going to have to get someone to support you, get on board, push your product, whatever that looks like, right? Yeah, I, I just want to add one uh, more uh, interesting point to this. So we are taught uh, currently in the IT world to become servant leaders, Mm -hmm. uh, and what this means, like listening to the team as if the team knows what they need to be doing. <laughs> so this is an interesting uh, predicament that we're in. And I found that uh, in a lot of conversations, uh, the team is offering you 100 options. And then there needs to be somebody who is going to say, we're doing this one. Yeah. So even if you are not the most intelligent person in the room, you can just say, like, we're doing this one because I like it. And then the team is going to debate if it's a good option or if there is an even better option. But still, there needs to be somebody who's going to make a decision. So you need to uh, have the guts to make the decision. You don't have to always uh, put it on the team to figure out how your product is going to work or how your product is going to look or what your product is even going to be. Hey, do you want to boost productivity, improve your leadership and teamwork? and drive business success? Insights Discovery Workshops can help. This powerful tool is designed to help businesses of any size thrive and grow. 
By providing valuable insights into individual and team behavior, communication styles, and work preferences, Insights Discovery can help your team work more effectively together and build stronger, more cohesive relationships. With a deeper understanding of each other's strengths and weaknesses, your team can communicate more effectively, resolve conflicts more efficiently, and achieve greater levels of success. So why wait? Invest in your team's success with Resolve Coaching and Consulting and let us design an Insights Discovery Workshop for you and watch your business thrive and grow. Um, if somebody is really interested in learning more about uh, TrackMage, um, yes. like where, who do you serve? Like, I think that's the biggest question. We serve uh, the international audience. Uh, so currently we support uh, Shopify and WooCommerce as the two uh, main platforms that we integrate with. And we also have an integration with Zapier and Integrately. Uh, for uh, just like the do-it-yourself uh, workflows. If you have uh, some kind of funnel or a very rare software, but it integrates with Zapier, uh, you can use TrackMage uh, in tandem with Zapier. So that's uh, whom we serve because we are not uh, discriminating based on location or language or anything like that. Uh, we are only serving those customers who have the necessary technology that we support. Uh, and... Uh, we're going to develop more and more integrations, which is going to broaden that horizon. So if you are starting out an e-commerce business, it's probably the best uh, to start it on Shopify or uh, do something like, uh, I don't know, like uh, put your product on Amazon and start selling on Amazon, but also have your Shopify store to uh, actually own the customer information. Okay. Because the downside of Amazon is that you never even see your customers. You don't see even their email addresses. You have no idea why they're buying and who is buying. And that's why uh, Amazon is a very close system. They are kind of, you are a glorified affiliate when you are working with Amazon uh, because your product is still an unknown brand in the, like on the shelf of this mass uh, platform. That's why uh, it's probably better if you just start your small uh, e-commerce store and then you figure out the traffic, you figure out how to attract customers from social media, from uh, our channels, and uh, that's how you grow. That's how you start. And uh, if you are using Shopify, install TrackMage as a plugin. It's a free plugin uh, for the starting out businesses. We have a tier with 100 uh, orders uh, processed uh, where you will not even have to pay us anything. It's absolutely free. And then as you grow, we're going to start charging for various features. And uh, like the more packages you ship, uh, the more, uh, like the more. Yeah. Is, it's based on volume. Like pay as, pay as yeah. you, pay as you definitely, yeah. definitely based on volume. And that makes sense, right? Because like yep. you gotta, you, you're making a living too. And I think that's awesome that you offer it as like an add-on to Shopify for those people that are using Shopify as a free add-on. Yes. So take advantage of that. If anybody listening, you're on Shopify, make sure you're taking advantage of that. Um, and yeah. I love that your, your perspective on Amazon, like you're right. When you, when you put a product on Amazon, you've got no trackable information to either improve your, uh, improve your product or like build your audience. So that's very important for small businesses, right? They've got to have a, uh, they've got to have the ability to track the purchase and also follow up with that customer, if they're going to build lifelong, you know, lifelong customers. And I think that's what is really important. I don't know anybody out there, but like, you know, when you find your favorite gene 
and you just like, you're so loyal to that gene brand. And that's like your gene brand for like the majority of your life. That's what you want in your business, right? You want that type of loyalty where people just love what you sell, love what you do. And they just want to be, you know, part of your journey and part of your tribe for a long time. So I love that you can support that with what you guys do, right? So as a CEO in your business, and let's talk about just you, what's important about how you show up in your business every day? So uh, I I read on social media at one point this uh, amazing quote is that the CEO only has two jobs, Uh, hire amazing people to build their company and then make sure they never run out of money. (laughs) So that's like, that's exactly my job. Like I hire great people. I put them in places. I explain to them what their job is and like I connect them together and make sure that they're performing in their roles. And then uh, I focus on just getting the money, getting the business, getting the sales. Uh, and then I'm going to structure a sales uh, team. Uh, like then I'm going to be able to delegate that. Because right now at this point, uh, it's just like me selling and then the, the, the team is just building, fulfilling. So that's uh, the typical structure where you are not uh, like you are not past the point of uh, actually just stepping away from the sales process and becoming the uh, owner of the business, not an operator. Because a lot of CEOs, they never even transition from an owner uh, to, uh, sorry, uh, from the operator to an op- to an owner. So yeah. like, I'm guessing there, but like, not, not right now, not yet. <laughs> So that's uh, exactly what makes you a CEO, because uh, if you can uh, get the financial resources and ideally those financial resources, they should come from your sales, from your customers. And uh, if you can make that uh, make that work, you already have a sustainable business. Uh-huh. Uh, don't uh, just don't. Uh, I don't know, gaze in awe at all those funded startups, because when they secured funding, that means they got a loan. Mm. They didn't succeed in business. They didn't uh, make uh, 100 million in sales. They made uh, 100 million in funding, which means that there is another person who gave them that money. And that's not success. And a lot of those startups that uh, are infused with uh, the money, they sometimes just go out of business after that. Just because this is not a remedy. Uh, You need to still understand your customer. You need to still make the sales work. You need to still make sure that your prices are working. So it's all about building the company that is going to be self-sustainable. If you can get, uh, let's say, uh, $1.25 back from every dollar that you invest into the company, you're golden. You're going to grow. You're fine. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Hire amazing people. You mentioned delegate, right? Know when to delegate. Yes. Uh, Never run out of money and uh, what is it? Build the company to be sustainable. That's how you don't run out of money. And the other thing you said, and I don't know if everybody caught that, is don't compare yourself to others because what's on the outside isn't necessarily what's on the inside. So uh, with that, I just want to say, oh my gosh, like our time is coming to a a close, but I want to thank you, Irina. Oh my goodness. Like who knew, who knew we were going to connect on the e-commerce level, right? The way we did Uh, love the advice that you gave to people who are, you know, looking to start a new business, like financially, like following your, your dreams, putting in the work, the focus, right? making sure your voice is heard. Like there's so many good things that you shared and I just want to thank you. And I know that the listeners will absolutely appreciate it as well. 
And Wendy, I absolutely want to thank you for the amazing insights and how you summarized everything that I was just blabbering about, <laughs> because that takes a skill. That's like a, that's a very sophisticated uh, skill that uh, you have uh, to just uh, like listen to the person and say like, oh, this is what the idea was. Like, if you didn't catch that, this is what the idea was. <laughs> thank you very much for. Oh, well, thank you. You know what? And it's so cool, like that even just this type of platform. What a great indication of how you can outreach, right? It's the same with e-commerce when you think about it. This is a podcast. I live in Canada, you live in Bulgaria. Like we're reaching audiences across the globe because that's what these type of platforms like Spotify, like iTunes, like any, any podcast out there gives us an ability to impact a larger audience and make a difference for people that choose to listen and hear what we're saying. And I think that is just, I just want to honor you for sharing your truth. And I just want to say thanks to my listeners too, because like, this is a really cool time that we're in where as women in business, as women CEOs, as women in the corporate world, like we are growing and being more confident and really really showing up and showing up differently in the world. We're not all the way there yet. I'm going to say that, like that's the honest truth, but man, are we ever growing? Hey friends, be sure to subscribe to the Living Life with Wendy podcast. And you can also follow me on my other social platforms. I can be found on the World Wide Web at www.wendybowman.com on Instagram as Coach Wendy Bowman, on Facebook at Resolve Coaching and Consulting, and finally on YouTube as Wendy Easton Bowman. I want to thank you again for joining me on Living Life with Wendy. Now go out there and live your best life.